Thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt, where we review your favorite and sometimes not so favorite horror movies and media. We are also inviting indie creators to join us in the, here in the Crypt to talk about their ongoing and upcoming projects. Today we have a double episode lined up for you. We'll be talking about a project currently in the Kickstarter phase and a favorite movie of mine. With me, as always, is my co-host, David. Good morning. Welcome from the crypt. Greg will be joining us shortly, but in the meantime, I wanted to go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Returning back to the podcast, Mr. Eric Hawkins will be talking to us about issue two of the Zombie Full World of Oz. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. What's great to have you join us again. Let's catch up with you, Eric. What have you been up to? Uh, well, same as everybody else, I'm working from home or not working at all, you know, uh, been working on comic books, um, uh, since last year I've, uh, done like three comic books before I got back onto the Zombie World of Oz, one being a uh, celebrity ghost hunters actually, which was a tale of a, uh, paranormal investigator from the Northeast and her friends, uh, that went into a, uh, abandoned hospital and was supposedly a true story. So have you been using this time to uh, to work on projects, or is it more like f- finishing up uh, existing projects? Uh, mostly finishing things up, but I've had more time to work on stuff lately. Uh, my normal commute into work is like uh, three hours a day. So that's an, that's an extra three hours. Uh, well, it's only because of traffic. It's only 40 miles each way. but uh, So it's an extra three hours. I've been able to draw and write and stuff. and So I've uh, been doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> Do you feel the pressure, Eric, to be more productive right now, or are you just kind of having the time to to draw when you can? Uh, I don't feel the pressure to be more productive. I've uh, I've uh, welcomed the opportunity to be more productive. I, I typically, you know, I go into work, I come home, then I start drawing after dinner, and I usually do that for about four or five hours every night before I go to bed. So th- this just gives me an extra opportunity to do uh, more creative uh, stuff. So last time we talked to you, we talked about issue one of Zombie for World of Oz. And when you announced issue two, I wanted to make sure to, to go ahead and, and bring you back on. We were um, able to, to take a, a small look at what's going to be happening here with issue two. And it continues to look awesome. And thank you. Can you go ahead and just tell us what we can expect with issue two um, or what at least what you can tell us about it? Well, issue number two is going to be twice the size of issue number one. Issue number one was a 20-page story. It was my first outing as a solo creator, doing things just by myself. Uh, So this time, we're 40 pages. Uh, My first stretch goal was to add four pages. So now we're up to 44 pages. Um, So this picks up right after issue one left off. Uh, Dorothy has returned to Oz with her companions, the, the Tin Man... Uh, Cowardly Lion and Scarecrow to find Emerald City in, uh, in, in ruins. Uh, and Princess Ozma has gone missing. Princess Ozma is uh, the Scarecrow's, let's say girlfriend for a better word. So Scarecrow is going to be a little uh, a little depressed in the beginning of the uh, book. And uh, we find out uh, um, who the actual bad guy is. It's not quite Nico. He's only one of the bad guys. There's another one out there. 
And as as with the the first issue, uh, the character designs are so cool. If you haven't seen the project, you definitely need to to head over to the Kickstarter um, page and just take a look at the stuff here. Um, yeah, I remember uh, having you on. I think it's been about a year now, and uh, very distinguished character designs. A um, little bit of steampunk uh, influence. Um, what was the uh, what kind of propelled the second issue? Um, or what did you want to do differently, or uh, with the with another issue on the on the block? Well, I wanted to, you know, make the story larger, of course, because you know, the first one was only 20, 20 pages, so I, I wanted to continue the story. And I, you know, I've worked out a three uh, three issue arc, and uh, and you know, after the first issue funding, I knew I'd be able to get the second issue off the ground too. So um, I finished up all three issues, uh, the writing for them, so they're all done. Uh, finishing, I'm finishing up the artwork right now in issue two. I'm almost done with that. Uh, and I've got the layouts already done for issue three. So I, I, I want to expand on the world, make it more colorful. Cause now that they're in Oz, uh, everything's going to be colorful back when they're in Kansas, mostly in the first issue. Yeah. It's kind of drab. I do enjoy the, that you kept that black and white aspects of when they are in Oz I'm sorry, in Kansas, in contrast to when they're in Oz, where it's bright and colorful. And you know, it just kind of ties it into to the movie that we all know. Yeah, I thought that I thought that would be important to do and, and, and make sense in the story. Do you feel the need at all when uh, when working on a project like this that has such a big source material to begin with um, to go watch the film again or to read the books? Uh or do you feel like since you've already been such a fan, it kind of deters from what you you're working on? Um, uh, I actually went through and um, I didn't I didn't actually read them. I listened to all the books. In uh, in the last year, I've listened to them all again. And actually, uh, before uh, when movie theaters were still open last summer, was it last? Yeah, last summer, uh, one of our local theaters here in St. Louis area had the Wizard of Oz on the big screen. So I took my granddaughter to go see that, and that was pretty fun to see in the, in the big screen again. So with 40-plus pages in issue two, are there any new characters we can expect to show up that we will be familiar with from the first movie or even from Return of Oz or something, or characters that we will be maybe familiar with from reading the books? Well, I'm going to be introducing a few characters uh, in this issue. Uh, Jack Pumpkinhead will appear. He was in Return to Oz, I do believe. Uh, Princess Ozma will be in it, um, and the wizard will show up. So, Eric, what what can we? What are we still looking forward to as far as the campaign goes? Um, as far as stretch goals, um, we still have twenty five days to go. So, there's there's still quite a bit of uh, more or funding you can you can expect. Yeah, there's there's even actually more than twenty five days because after this one closes, I'm going to go for sixty days over on Indiegogo and see what I can pick up. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so the the dollar amounts I get from Indiegogo will contribute to the stretch goals on Kickstarter as well. So it'll just keep growing from there. Uh, but you know, I had my, I, I launched on Monday and I was funded within seven hours. I hit the first stretch goal the next day, which added a four page story from a, a friend of mine. Who's an author who writes uh, some horror stories. So he's doing a four page backup story of Dorothy in the insane asylum, which I've already <laughs> read. It's really cool. I just got to get it, get that finished real quick. Uh, but as far as, uh, you know, like perks that come with the, uh, the campaign, uh, we've got metal 
trading cards. That's the stretch goal coming up. If I, I'm three dollars away from that, and that that will include a, a metal trading card. Uh, but we got a postcard that comes with the, the book, a, a metal bookmark on certain pledge levels, a regular uh, cardstock bookmark as well, uh, four trading cards of the main characters, uh, Dorothy, Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion, and a uh, hollow foil die cut uh, sticker. I love the the variant covers. Yeah, especially the old uh, uh, the retro cover. Yeah, and, and that's funny because we had just um, launched our our retro, I guess, merchandise, mm-hmm. and part of it is to have that old uh, horror horror um, comic book feel. I'm actually going in there right now as we're on the air, and uh, I'm pledging so I can get you over that to the next thing. Awesome, man! Because <laughs> uh, I, I I actually want to go ahead and make sure you guys. Uh, continue get into the next to the next goal and i encourage everybody to go ahead and do that you guys need to check this out because it's it's awesome and i in twitter i had asked you about about other characters and you had you had kind of alluded to other other people um writing writing stories for the for the the world uh, that we're in how how is all that going to work uh, well, it's you know it's really just uh, the friend of mine that's an author. I just mm-hmm. want him to write a backup story with Dorothy in Kansas in the same okay. asylum. I don't want. I'm not ready to branch out and have other people write the regular Oz stories yet. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but but I'm also part of a, a book that's going to be coming out in October on Kickstarter that you guys would probably like too. It's going to be Cthulhu invades Oz. And because I do, mm. uh, you know, my Oz book, they reached out to me, asked me if I'd like to do uh, one of the, draw one of the short stories with another author in that. And I, I've seen most of the pages for that. It's going to be like a hundred page book. It's looking really nice. good. And anthology of just, uh, I'm guessing Cthulhu, Cthulhu himself, or is it Cthulhu and the, and the mythos? It's Cthulhu and the Oz characters. Um, there's um I forget how many different uh, creative teams are involved, but each creative team was given an Oz character to nice. uh, do a story about. So so mine and uh uh the writer I worked with ours was Toto. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, I, I know you might not be able to talk uh, too much about it. We'll we'll steer back to to Zombie Four World, but is it like you you choose like uh, a creature from the the Lovecraft mythos to to turn into Toto, or how how does that work? Uh, it's it's more like Cthulhu has invaded the entire land of Oz, from my understanding. Ah. Of the, and I've only seen the one short story, and that's the one I drew. And mm-hmm. we just picked the character and how it involves him. So gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Nice, yeah, nice. It was a fun little story draw. My, my part was only four pages. I knocked that out in a week, got it colored and all that. <laughs> it looks really nice. I always love when um, when two worlds collide. And it's always exciting to play around with the character. Oh, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Especially, you know, uh, stuff that's in the public domain like that. Yes. And, and it's also like, I believe last time that we talked, we, we actually looked up the different um, Oz projects and we're like, it's because it's in public domain, there's so many different type of iterations of of the story that can continue going. Oh yeah, there's there's several comic books out there more than I ever thought there were. I mean, I found a Wild West Oz, a Samurai Oz, um, uh, Dorothy in Space type of Oz, and there's another one coming out I think uh, in two weeks by an Eric Weathers. It's uh, called Battle Brick Road, and it's more like Oz meets the A Team. I guess you could say they're more like uh, covert <laughs> operatives. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. And 
what have we missed here on on your on your project? Oh, let's see. Um, you have missed uh, my early bird with the uh, issue one sold out really quick because a lot of people a lot of people just hadn't heard of it yet. And then I, you know, I'm, I've grown my my uh, reach over the past year. Mm-hmm. More people know who I am and have become fans of the book, so that sold out really quick. But uh, I had the highest perk level I had this time was a hundred dollar pledge and that you got everything I was offering. Plus you got to name the Cowardly Alliance airship. So someone bought that one right away. <laughs> they, they named it. Uh, I go ahead and say it. That's I, a great I, script. Cool. <laughs> it was. And I actually, uh, I've already put it on the ship and it's going to be in the, in the actual text in uh, some of the balloons as well. When they mentioned the ship, it's called the uh, yellow bellied, yellow bellied kit. Plunder kitten, yellow-bellied plunder kitten is what they name it. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's a mouthful. That but sounds that's like something name. that the line would name his, his ship. Then I, uh, then I also offered, uh, you know, for seventy-five dollars, I would draw you as a zombie in the book, and that was limited to five. That sold out really quick too. I was really surprised. But other than that, the only, the only limited uh, pledges I had were um, the early birds. I I re- remember we talked about with another pro- uh, content creator about how readers love to see themselves in the work that they back, even if they're going to die. Um, and, and especially with, I, I feel like right now, zombies are still the, the it thing. So people want to see themselves as zombies. Yeah, I think they do. And I, I you know, I see quite a few Kickstarters and Indiegogo campaigns, whereas you can, you know, pledge to be in the book yourself. And, and typically most of those people end up doing, do dying. They're, you know, background characters. And some people, I mean, even specifically, specifically says you will die in this book. I mean, you're going to be a character that's going to be killed. You're going to be one of the victims of this person or something like that. And uh, those seem to be very popular pledge levels. What can we expect for the future? You said you already wrote three. So what what is it that you can give us, or what information can you give us about the future of, of the of the series? Well, um, issue three will conclude this first story arc, which brings you know Dorothy back into the world of Oz, which she had thought was a fantasy after her ten years being uh, cooped up in the mental asylum. Uh, you know, it'll bring in some familiar characters. And, uh, you know, one character, a couple characters I won't mention at all because they're just going to show up at the very end of the next, uh, third issue. But, uh, you know, they'll con- I'll continue it into a, uh, the fit- fourth issue, which is, is where I've stopped the writing, but I'm going to continue after that. The fourth issue will be a standalone story of basically how the, uh, the Tin Man gets his original heart back. Oh, wow. I'd love to hear that there's more planned, um, especially for, I, I think, uh, for those who, who want to back the project, knowing that there is still a, a prolonged, uh, mm-hmm. you know, plan for this, it, 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 I think it just it just like uh, gives them another incentive to to pledge because it's not something that's going to be one and done. It's not something that, oh, it's it's a, a story, a nice story and all, but then after that, we're not going to get anything. Right, right, yeah. I, I you know I planned when I did the first issue. I was hoping, hoping it would fund that I can continue on with the rest of the story. Cause I, I, I plotted out the first three issues. I was like, well, if it works, it works. If it's not, I'll do something else. And you know, it, it went off pretty good. So I, I continued writing and uh, drawing and got more. 
forward and start adding more stuff to it. Uh, for, at first, it was just going to be, you know, three 20-page issues. And then uh, since uh, everybody liked the first issue so much, I went on with uh, expanding it to 40 pages. So it was, uh, you get a lot more story this time. Are you planning to have the third book be 40 pages as well, Eric? Yes, it's going to be 40 pages as well. Anything else you want to go ahead and and uh, give us that, that you are able to give us that without spoiling too much for, for issue two? Well, let's see. Uh, last night I finished up a panel with a, the Tin Woodman slicing a zombie in half with an axe. It looked really cool. I do enjoy seeing the the characters before <laughs> their new steampunk look and, and afterwards. Cause that, that's basically just going to be for flashbacks. Um, issue four... Uh, we'll go into a little more with the, the Tin Man's classic look and his current look and how, how that changed and how that developed. Uh, the Scarecrow uh, in the flashbacks for issue two here, I just wanted to kind of show him um, what he looked like before he got to Kansas and had to put on some new clothes and get back, make him look a little more intimidating than, than he did. Uh, the Lion the lion probably won't change too much. I don't know if I'll ever have any flashbacks with him because, you know, the classic character is kind of, an actual lion. It wasn't a you know a humanoid lion. It's an actual lion in the, in the book. So I don't think that'll work out. All right. Um, I know there's not a lot that you want to give away because you know the story is um, is you know you you want to be able to sell the story. Uh, so what um, I think we've, we've talked about 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 everything that we can talk about. Uh, but what else can we expect from you as as a creator? Oh, as a creator, you know, I do have the Cthulhu Invades Oz. I'm a part of that. They'll be coming up October. Um, Broke Down in Four Dead Bodies is a series by uh, Travis Gibb that uh, I think he's on the fourth or fifth issue right now, but he's asked me if I'll draw the next issue, which is going to be Broke Down and Tapped Out, which will have a wrestling theme. Um, I have a creator-owned character that I want to try to get a book done next year along with the Zone of the World of Oz number three, but I don't know if I'll be able to fit it in. It's called the Emerald Scarab. It's kind of like a eh, picture kind of Moon Knight, but uh, in a green suit. Kind of basic same <laughs> Egyptian mythology, but something I want to do a superhero story. So that will that will probably lead off into uh, my own creator universe of characters I've had in my head for a long time. But, you know, if anyone wants to, uh, is not sure about the book they're not sure if they want to back it uh go out to webtoon it's out there for free the first issue i I split the first issue into a webtoon series so it's out there for free if you want to take a look at and get an idea of what you'll be getting in issue two it's highly recommended from us Uh, i actually the first the first uh issue i backed uh where we had the the double the double issue the one with the regular cover and the one with the the alternate cover and uh, mm-hmm. I, I just backed the same the same kind of um, deal this time around, so um, I'm gonna have um, extra an extra copy as well again for that because I I really enjoy these stories. Awesome, great! I appreciate it. You know, I I have not had any uh, negative feedback about it. Everybody's been really uh, happy about the book when they've uh, uh, when they've gotten it and read it, and everybody just seems to love it, and which you know makes me feel great. Other than being like, oh my god, I want more more pages. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the complaint. Yeah, what I love about the book so much is that uh, um, it has a really fresh take about the character designs, which is really unique, but also it really holds that colorful, vibrant um, 
like mood that I feel like the original source material uh, really held on to. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to kind of keep that that colorfulness because, you know, the Oz is it's, it's a fantasy land and, and it should be bright and vibrant. And I wanted to keep the characters as traditional as I, I, I could. This time when I launched the Kickstarter, I kind of described the book as it's not a reimagining of, of the classic tale. It's just a continuation of the characters you know and love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to be the key because we don't we don't have to retell the the original story. That story still holds. You're just going on and saying this is what happened afterwards, and it doesn't. Right. Um, I've, and I've said it in the pocket before. I'm not one of those people who will be like, "Oh, you destroyed my my original um, what's it called thought of of this particular project," but I know that doing that and like i said i guess like a reboot instead of a remake is um is always a for me at least it always falls a lot better because you're you're still saying that that original is is still there that makes sense right right right. (laughs) oh yeah 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 you know i've I've tried to keep the characters as traditional as i could but updating the the visuals of them you know i tried to stay away from the ruby slippers because those are with the movies and not the books uh uh, you know other characters i've already designed the characters and they'll show up at some point like tiktok of the gnome king um uh, the shaggy man i don't know if you you know guys know who he is he's in one of the one of the books and uh there's quite a few characters even the wicked witch i've designed even though she's supposedly dead <laughs> TikTok and the wheelers are, are my favorite uh characters of, of the oz world yeah the the wheelers i've got to squeeze in somewhere i i've, I've that one i've uh, been putting off designing because uh, i want them to look pretty epic when they do show up and i think when uh we did the because we did a repilot of the podcast where we're like reintroducing ourselves because we went off we went off um um from uh for about a couple of months we, we just got super busy and we weren't able to do any episodes and we decided to go ahead and let's go ahead and repilot and we and the wheelers were one of the things that we talked about in that episode and we we're saying how scary they looked especially when you're a little kid watching return to oz and i just i, I can't wait to see what you do with with that because i still feel creeped out by them even though i'm an adult already it's just like I'm just wondering how it would feel on your joints, having wheels on your, <laughs> and having to support yourself up on and just roll around on those things. Yeah, I think I think that's the the, the scary aspect of it. it. Just it's it's creepy because you know they're they look intimidating. They roll around real quick. They got hand, you know wheels for hands and feet, but really, if they caught you, what are they going to do to you? They can't grab you. <laughs> they're going to run you over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Eric, thank you for for um, for coming back to talk about Zombie Four World of Oz. It's uh, I'm gonna want to continue reading these stories for as much, many many issues as you're gonna want to be making them. Eric, I want to thank you once again for joining us, not only for for talking about Zombie Four World of Oz issue two, but also sitting with us. And uh, we had a, a, quite a bit of, of tech issues. Uh, some some of it probably will appear in the episode because it's just um of what happened <laughs> today but thank you for for putting up with all that to to uh, to continue with this um this review no that's fine thank you for having me i really appreciate it. uh uh supporting indie creators and joining people like you guys is, is always a good time yeah and like guys um i should have said at the beginning but if you guys are uh any type of indie creator uh graphic novels uh, uh just regular novels um filmmakers anything like that just 
if you want to be in, on, on the podcast, just reach out to us, um, nerdsftc at gmail.com. We do have some um, things coming up in the in the future. I don't know if we're allowed to say exactly yet, but we will be, I would just say we'll be joining a network pretty soon uh, to hopefully be able to reach more of you guys out there. Um, so hopefully um, that will be, the transition will be happening soon in the next uh, month or so, hopefully, and completed, and we'll be able to actually say what's going on. But um, I want to go ahead and thank everyone for joining us here on Nerd from the Crypt, and we'll see you guys next time. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast.